UEBO. Thanks, Joni. We are going to talk to Bryce Hill, Director of Fiscal and Economic Research at the Illinois Policy Institute, because they have some laws that could hurt your wallet coming in 2024. Hey, Bryce. Hey, Vaughn. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. You know, I hate to be always, you know, Debbie Downer when we talk about policies in Illinois. We did have, you know, a manufacturing thing on that was really good news for Illinois not too long ago. But now we're back to what are they thinking? So what are the laws that could hurt people in Illinois in the upcoming year, this year? Sure. So we have uh, at least 89 new laws that took effect on January 1st. Um, Probably some of the most notable for what we're talking about here today. Minimum wage increasing from $13 to $14 an hour uh, for non-tipped workers and all the way up to $8.40 an hour for tipped workers. So um, that's higher than the federal minimum wage and most other state minimum wages for uh, for tipped workers. Tipped workers are now making um, required to be paid by employers a higher minimum wage than most other workers throughout the throughout most other states and throughout the nation. So that's going to have a huge effect on the restaurant industry uh, and the service industry. And it's part of the reason why you see more more and more places going to things like tabletop kiosks and you have fewer face-to-face interactions with right. people. Right. Which, which is fun till it isn't because, you know, you want to talk to a person sometimes. But as a former waitress and restaurant manager, I'm going to tell you right now, our servers made $3.25 an hour, but they raked in the tips if they were good. So by raising this wage, people are going to give them less money. They really are, because the, the prices have to go up. Absolutely. And we saw Chicago uh, just recently pursuing a, a resolution to uh, bring the tipped wit minimum wage in line with the, the standard minimum wage. And servers in the industry spoke out against it be, exactly because of this reason. They're, mm-hmm. they're concerned of how their employers are going to have to pass on these costs, because it's it's a, essentially almost a doubling of labor costs for a small business. Uh, and then, so that means higher prices. Uh, and when customers see that and they know that, uh, the increase is going to pay for wages of the employees in a traditionally tipped industry, uh, they're concerned about whether or not, uh, their tips are going to remain in place. And they're they not. may in some cases, but they may fall. They're exactly. going to fall. They're going to so, fall. Yep. And you know, so the, one, the automatic, yeah, sorry, the automatic tip thing that people do too like if you have children they charge you an extra six percent or whatever that kind of stuff needs to stop anyway whole different topic anyway um indoor vaping i didn't know that that was a thing i i thought it was like smoking yeah so now it's uh banned in in all public spaces you face a penalty up to 250 dollars uh so it will be treated essentially just like smoking uh you have to do it outside uh, just really another way for uh, for the state to nickel and dime you. I don't have much of an opinion on on vaping inside or outside, um, you know. But uh, but that's a new one that's taking effect, uh, you know. And then the the last one I think that could really have some some big effects is uh, new new homes and residential buildings are going to be required to put in uh, electric outlets for EV chargers uh, wow. in uh, residential unit parking spaces. Um, so we already have a housing shortage. We already have uh, <laughs> oh rents God. that are sky high, uh, and now new home builders and, and landlords are going to be on the hook for uh, putting in uh, an additional uh, EV charger or cap- EV charging capabilities when, frankly, most people 
uh, who are renting mm, could care less. They don't have an EV. Uh, that was only going to apply to a few people, but the cost is going to be spread on to, to everybody in the state. So I was just going to ask you, how many of your friends honestly have an EV? Uh, I, I have a couple, um, but, you know, it's, it's a pretty low percentage. I know probably, I, I know tens, twenties, thirties, fifties of thousands of people. I know a lot of people. And of all of them who are close to me, there are a lot of hybrids, but I know three people who have a, an electric car. Three. So let's yeah, make everybody that- pay for it, right? Yeah, I think the most recent figures I've seen is we have something close to three and a half million electric vehicles on the road uh, compared to almost 300 million total vehicles. Uh, so we're looking at about one, 1% of the population driving an EV. Um, it's a very, very small percentage. Uh, and it's just another way that the state nickels and dimes its residents. Uh, and like we talked about last time I was on, the state's shedding population like crazy and has mm-hmm. been for uh, a decade now. Uh, and it's because of this little ticky-tack stuff like this. You know, when they when I hear words like, we've installed 150 new laws, I sometimes wonder if people go to state governments as reps and senators um, just to have some sort of check mark on their list of things they want to do in their life with having a bill passed in 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 a state even if it's innocuous and unnecessary it's just some sort of badge of honor to get a bill passed which creates a new law for a lot of us who don't even know we're breaking that law because we don't even know it exists it's weird to me well there's definitely some of that there's definitely uh highly uh motivated special interest groups particularly in the state of illinois uh that are self-serving that are seeking to to enact some of these changes, um, and then there's also uh, you know on top of that ambitious politicians who uh, you know might be holding state office in in the state of Illinois who might be seeking higher office and they're looking to use some of this for future uh, you know campaigns mm-hmm. uh, and to tout their accomplishments. So we have almost a perfect storm of all three going on here in Illinois. That's villainous. It always is. It's 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 crazy to me the way that illinois taxes its people but when you when you rent um you're renting because it in some mentally deflated capacity in this country the bank won't give you a loan for a 950 dollars mortgage on a house but you can go spend 1200 dollars on rent in some places it just it doesn't make any sense that's what they expect you to do instead of the thing that you could afford and now rents are going to go higher in Illinois if they have to install these EV chargers because they've got to pass on that money. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not uh, coming out of nowhere. It's not coming. They're not uh, from it. some from boogie some from some boogeyman. Uh, you know, uh, big developer. The cost is getting passed on to everyday people, uh, the renters, the new homeowner things like that. People that are just trying to make ends meet are ultimately the ones who are on the hook. And like we said, 99% of these people don't even have an EV to charge with their new EV charger. Stupid. Stupid. All right. Um, Where do people go to see all of these 150 new laws in Illinois? Illinoispolicy.org. You can find us there. You can find us at Illinois Policy on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you can find all the stuff, much, much more right there. And get ready to sit down and read for a while because there's 150 of them. Bryce Hill, Director of Fiscal and Economic Research, Illinois Policy Institute. Those are the three top ones that could hurt your wallet in 2024. Trust us when we say there are a lot more. Thank you, Bryce. Happy New Year. Thanks so much, Fun. Happy New Year to you. Okay, bye-bye.